Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99. At participating U.S. restaurants, price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself, Mickey James, and Tommy Dreamer get into NXT from last night, especially Zoe Stark. And I think Mickey has some great things to say about Zoe Stark and her promo on NXT last night. Also, we got some great guests. Dr. Britt Baker will join us before her big matchup with Soraya at Full Gear. Also, somebody who's a part of AEW and part of our family, Renee Paquette, joins us right now on the Busted Open Podcast. We heard from Zoe Stark last night on NXT, and there was a lot of good with Zoe Stark last night. And let me explain. First of all, I understand what she was saying. Like, she's kind of been the worker. She has given 110% to pro wrestling. Nikita Lyons, on the other end, is doing a lot on social media, doing a lot of posing, doing a lot of dancing on TikTok. Not saying Mm -hmm. that there's anything wrong with it, but to Zoe Stark, it's like, well, you know what? Maybe if you were more focused on what was going on in the ring, maybe we wouldn't have lost those opportunities that we lost. Another thing, Mickey, that she did I thought was phenomenal was the fact that, and you mentioned this, Last week as well, when Zoe turned on the Keita Lions, people cheered Zoe Stark. People are actually chanting for Zoe Stark. Last night, same thing. She was getting a lot of cheers from that crowd, but what she was able to do is turn it around. By the right. end of her promo, that crowd was booing her last night. I can't, I can't say enough good things mm-hmm. about what she did last night on that microphone. Yeah. I like Zoe Starks a lot, and I'm excited to see her in this role and kind of branch off and, and go into a heel role. Um, her promo was great, and I understand it because I've been pissed before. I mean, this is that common story of someone who's the wrestler's wrestler, and, and in tag teams, you see it all the time. Like, one person is the workhorse kind of figure, and one is the, like, seems to take off. They always, like, categorize them, and, like, one is the star and the sense that Nikita Lyons does have a massive social media following, yep. but it's not really wrestling videos and and things that you're seeing, and she has so many things that she's talented at, and she's, you know, obviously um, beautiful and capturing it and all that things, but in, you know, Zoe's mind, you know, she's there to win, and she's there to carve out her career and be a winner and be a champion, and for that, you need to be focused and focused on the business that you're in, and so I can understand why she, the frustration, I can understand that. And what I really loved is the fact that, you know, 
there's a lot of heels out there that still want to get cheered. Yeah, and she was able to go because they even when she was in the middle of a promo, you can he- feel the people because they understand. So they are like, you know what? This kind of resonates with me. I totally get it. And then she's like, screw you. So immediately to turn them back around, like, I don't need your love. I don't need your admiration. I know I'm a badass. Um, and it's your fault that she's thriving and continuing down this path of like that, you know, social media famous instead of trying to be a champion because if she would have been had her head in the game we would have been winners if you talk real life if you talk because i was a part of it mickey james's journey mickey came to me as the i would always say you're the best wrestler we have here and then yet they weren't calling her up and she was like what the hell do i have to do tommy and everyone else is getting noticed but me but you're my boss and you're saying i'm the best wrestler that's real life and then other things in Mickey's career where other people were secondary. I mean, she was secondary to other people that makes you pissed. Like, how do you tell me I'm the best or I know I'm a better wrestler and yet, or I have more experience. And then this is the go-to person. Um, If I can, uh, Mickey brought, I wanted to see Zoe Stark go all the way and be the person, another person who's going to defeat Mandy Rose, Mm -hmm. but beat her. But I think Mandy's almost to the point where Mandy is going to turn babyface because she would have a whole new slew of wrestlers to face with Zoe. um, She is going to be physical, massive fan of her work. If I can, this is more so for wrestlers and people listening to it's inflection in your tone. Tommy dreamer has a very monotone voice, full of passion, Tommy dreamer, the character on television, his voice gets different. There's tone, there's inflection. There's a time she kind of sounded like she was yelling when she didn't need that, but that's frustration building in. And now we're getting um, more reps from her behind the mic, which is great. And then if you think about amazing talkers or charismatic people, let's talk about somebody who had a distinguished voice, Randy, the macho man, savage. Oh yeah. Yeah. All this stuff. But then watch how he was on like Arsenio Hall or watch how he's on like sit down interviews. He's still in that Randy Savage mode, but he's able to articulate differently when he's talking or think about all the time. Sometimes he'd come in yelling. Sometimes he'd come in very, very low or even somebody like Ted DiBiase, another guy, distinctive laugh, distinctive, amazing talker. But listen to how when he was mainly a heel but he was a great baby face as well. But when he was a heel, how he would like just speak to the audience and, and command that audience from his early days of mid South all the way to the million dollar man. Mm-hmm. It, you, if you listen and you study and you're like, this is where I'm going to make my point. This is how I'm going to speak. It's almost like you go into a different type of voice. I know right. I have, I, I jokingly didn't... done, Hey, this is my radio voice. And yeah, we're here. <laughs> blah, blah, blah. It's a joke, but you have to do things like that if you're going to, um, like Nikita Lyons. Do you understand? It's a whole different type of raspy, or it's a different right. type of where I need to focus, stop, and always remember and never forget a microphone is there to amplify your volume. So you don't need to scream in it. She did not the scream. She yeah. had a great promo, but it's just a little bit more emphasis. And if you get frustration, if you get frustrated and you're going to go nuts on somebody, then you just, and then you could turn that frustration into something else. Do you, I've always thought of promos to, um, I always think of them like a match. Like I really, I like to build my promo when I'm 
thinking of a promo because you don't want to lose the people in the midst of, you know, what you're trying to say. But if you can take the people on that same ride, and that's what I loved is like when she, she did start to build up and get more frustrated. And then when she was like, screw you, that was almost like nailing her point home. Um, because as they were cheering, they were almost like, you know, she was validated in her point or she felt validated yeah. in her point. So uh, I always think of a, a promo because promos are hard. And if you're a, a talent that's trying to uh, learn how to do your promos, those are amazing. I mean, obviously I can watch Macho Man promos all day long. He could talk about anything. And I just was. And sometimes it didn't even make sense, but Zero you sense. would listen to it. And right. there's, and listen, I know a lot of wrestlers listen to this, but it's also for people at work. You have to do right. work presentations. You have to speak to other people when you're doing a work presentation. How do you want to like start your thing? How do I want to end my thing? Yeah. And I practiced in the, I remember practicing in the mirror, just All watching my face, watching yep. my face to me. I'm like, if I don't believe what I'm saying in my face, there's no way that these people are going to believe what I'm trying to tell them. I would always do it um, driving uh, at lights and then looking at my eyes in the my rearview mirror because if you had a fear, if you stare at your own eyes, right, you get lost in that camera lens when you're talking to it, you could it's find it, and it's exactly the same. And then everything just right. goes. I'm just sitting in my car. It could be in front of twenty thousand people. No, I'm just back in my car. And what then you bash your head into you? a locker. Wow. What do the people at the stoplight around you think? Do they think I don't care, crazy, man? I am a crazy man. I bash my head into the you thing. Just looked over and they're like, my window. Shut up, gang. <laughs> well, Zoe Stark did a phenomenal job in that two-minute promo. I loved her, and then by the end, I hated her. And she did her job, and she did it well. Boxing lives on Sirius XM Fight Nation. Oh, you are such a. Come on, you suck at boxing. Come here. You're a knob. Get in this ring now! I like what Jake Paul is doing, chasing down a fight against Tommy Fury. Jake Paul is making it fun. He's trash-talking. This is a fight I want to see. Randy, you have got to be kidding me. This is like a sideshow. This guy couldn't win the Golden Gloves. We need the greats fighting the greats. And there's so many great champions right now. At the fights, Mondays and Fridays from 12 to 2 p.m. Eastern. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. One of the bigger matches that we're going to see on Saturday is by, I'm sure a lot of fans of AEW will say one of the pillars of AEW without a doubt. One of the, the people have that created the foundation of AEW, Dr. Britt Baker, and the returning Soraya for the first time in almost five years to the ring. This is going to be a huge matchup on Saturday. Again, it's in New Jersey at the Rock, the Prudential Center. 
It is available on pay-per-view on BR Live. And to talk about this match and everything that's going on in AEW right now, we bring in the good doctor herself, Britt Baker. Britt, good morning. How are you? I'm good. I am ready to go for this week. This is the most excited I've been for a pay-per-view in a minute. I'm very, very motivated. I'm excited. The fans are excited. Uh, The company is excited. So this is going to be a good one. Yeah, um, yeah, it is. yeah, and here and here's the thing, Britt. This and I was just saying about that. This matchup is definitely one of the matchups that fans are looking forward to. You and Soraya. It's been a while since Soraya has been in the ring. The fans are excited. There's a lot to get into with this match, especially coming off the heels of what we heard last week on Dynamite. Mm-hmm. But this is a major matchup on Saturday at Full Gear. It is, and. She made it personal uh, to me because last week I don't I'm not sure where the narrative came along that I've not worked for anything that I've been handed everything. Um, I, I don't know if that's just like the cute new thing to say, which that's fine because it's not true. And I and I prove every opportunity that I'm given that I will rise above and make the best out of everything. But Dave, if you think back to year one, my like my matches, my promos, they weren't good. I'm great now because I worked hard. It's not because anything was handed. You can't be handed talent. It doesn't work like that. You can't be handed hard work. You have to do the work. I agree. You were handed opportunity. You were handed the ball, and you ran and scored a touchdown many, many times over and over again. I mean, Dave has talked about it. Uh, You did something that you had a match of the year, and that's a massive accomplishment to think of all the matches that were out there. You had a match of the year. That's an amazing thing to hang your head with. Yeah, and I, and I have so much pride for everything I've done in AEW because I really do consider myself a pillar of AEW, and I feel like everything I do, I'm carrying the brand on my shoulders too. So if I if I rise to new levels, I bring the company up with me. Right. Well, I can understand. I mean, Britt, you've been there. You ha- as you said, you've been there since day one, and you kind of helped build the division and that whole women's division. Has you have been the focal point from day one. And I can understand how you feel like you've built up the whole thing. Um, But, you know, to have some and like for the company as with an acquisition like Soraya and now like I'm so excited to see her back in the ring. And I was even one of those ones where I was like, oh, I'm a bit nervous because I don't I adore her and I don't want her to get hurt. But to get cleared and to get come back and then for you too, because you are complete opposites of personalities characters all these things i think it's really really exciting to see these two different types of worlds collide you know yeah this was huge huge for the the women's division it just felt like it was was the spark we needed right now and it's everybody's so excited backstage to have soraya and it's like you said she just had such a different everything different vibe different wrestling style different personality um and you said it. She's cleared. She's 100% cleared. So that's all I need to know. There, I'm not holding back. There's no limitations in this match. Everything is fair game. If she's cleared, she's cleared. That's all I need to hear. I don't want to have everybody talk to me later, this, that. Oh, Britt was unsafe. No, this girl is cleared, people. That Just like, just like Jamie Hayter's cleared. Just like Tony Storm's cleared. She is cleared, period. And she's uh, ready actually, to go. Oh, go, go ahead, Tommy. David. No, no I, I was going to All right, thank you, Tommy. Uh, but, Britt, I, I have to say this, and obviously I'm a fan of yours, been, been watching you and appreciating all the work that you've done in the ring. I got to be honest about this from last week, and I love Soraya. I love what Soraya's accomplished in pro wrestling. I love 
Soraya's story and how she was born into pro wrestling. And we've mm-hmm. all seen that play out into a major motion picture produced by The Rock. But do you feel, because I kind of feel this way, so I can just imagine what you feel. I feel like you were kind of disrespected last week. We know what Soraya has accomplished. And she made sure she reminded everybody about what she accomplished. But she's now stepping into your world. She's stepping into the world of AEW. I think she should learn the accomplishments that you have made in pro wrestling in AEW. Am I wrong by the way I'm thinking right now, Britt? No, I mean, you can walk into anywhere and say, this is my house. That doesn't mean it's true. I mean, it's a cute slogan for a catchphrase for a t-shirt. But when you say it to me in my ring in AEW, then then it's personal. Now we're personal. Now this is a personal argument that we're about to have. And it's just, I don't, I'm not sure why she needed to sit there and tell me everything she's been through because we've all been through stuff. I already respect Soraya. Soraya was one of my favorite wrestlers. She doesn't need to tell me everything she's done and what she's gone through because I already know. That's why I'm so looking, so much looking forward to this match because this is a girl. This was one of my role models. But then when you tell me to my face that I don't have what it takes to be a star, I mean, that's something. When someone you look up to tells you you don't have what it takes to be a star, that ignites a different kind of flame in you. And I, I've said a hundred times, this, this is now personal. I wanted to ask you, um, besides this match where um, I, I believe she said to, this is going to be one of the most criticized matches of her entire career. And she has, you know, nerves. I know you don't really have nerves going in, but I mean, she hasn't wrestled in so long. Um, but I wanted to ask you um, about the reactions that someone who's very, very closely associated with you. And, and Dave talks about Jamie Hayter. You guys mm-hmm. seem to have, there was a, a rift and the fans wanted to see her turn on you. And then you got back together you put it all back together, um, but the reactions that Jamie is getting, does that affect you, bother you, or just like, hey, we're stars? No, I'm I'm so incredibly proud of Jamie. I mean, I literally handpicked Jamie, went to Tony Khan and said, hey, we need this girl. She's amazing because I wrestled her in the U.K. in a dive bar years ago, and we've been friends ever since. I am Jamie's number one fan. There's nobody out there that wants Jamie to win this title more than I do because it is her time. This is Jamie Hayner's era right now, and I get to be along for the ride. But I don't understand what these fans are up in a roar about. What, what better for Jamie Hayner than to have the face of the women's division in her corner, on her side? That, to me, that doesn't make much sense, but I don't know. These are the same fans that say I don't, I don't do any work either. Everything's handed to me. But I think this is going to be a huge night for both Jamie and myself. Jamie is so deserving of every opportunity. She's so deserving to have the title. I, I have nothing but respect for Tony Storm. I don't like her. I respect her, but this is Jamie's time. Fair enough. And I think you may be right mm-hmm. about that as well. Tommy said something that I'm interested in. And I always ask this when we have a guest on Brit, but he talked about nerves and he said, you probably don't feel nerves. And really I feel like going into Saturday, there's probably more pressure on Soraya because this is her big return. I think there's going to be a lot of eyes on Soraya on Saturday at the Prudential Center. But do you still feel nerves? Do you get nervous before a big match like we're going to see on Saturday? I'm always nervous. I have nerves for any time I go to the current even if it's just to stand ringside. I always have nerves because this company, this business means so much to me. I mean, it is my, it is my world right now. It's, it's everything I care about and then some. And I want to do a good job. I, I don't ever want to go out there and fail because – if I fail, I feel like a piece of that company, I bring it down with me because that, like we've said, I'm, this is the foundation. Britt Baker is 
etched in the foundation of AEW. And any time I go out there, that's what people are looking at. Oh, this is one of the, the day one girls. Let's see what she does. Yeah. Yeah. Can I ask why I, uh, why do you care what these fans say, Britt? You're so good and you're talented and you're, you speak your truth in the sense of like, you have been there since day one. Like, why do you care what these fans say when they're like, Oh, when they say all these snide remarks, does it really, does yeah. it get to you or do you think it helps fuel you? Or is it like one of those things? Because, you know, people are always going to have opinions. They're always going to have opinions and they're not always good opinions. So in fact, sometimes they're really shitty opinions and right, they're not right. always right. So I just implore you because I don't want to see you get distracted off your goals and off your visions to let some person who has no clue or really doesn't know, right. let them affect you and your forward movement and, and take you off your path. You know what I mean? Yeah, it I de it definitely does motivate me. There's definitely times where some of the, the snide remarks will, will get to you, but I would I'd never show that because you don't you don't want to let them see you sweat. Um, and right. and at the end of the day, it's it's frustration more than anything, more than like feeling hurt or sad. It's frustration when a narrative is out there that's so incredibly false, and you there's nothing you can do about it because if you start to chime in and play the game, then it blows up into a, it. It's a spark into a, a blazing fire then, which you don't want that either. You kind of just have to sit back and bite your tongue, and which I'm not very good at, but I'm getting better at it, right. biting your tongue and letting, letting them talk their shit because that's what they're going to do. But, for yeah, for me, the biggest emotion I feel when I see that stuff is just pure frustration. Right. Yeah. Uh, for me, and uh, maybe this will help you, uh, I remember your early, early days and, you know, would always saw this this star in you. And then – here you have Mickey James, one of the greatest female wrestlers of all time. When I would come and we're both complimenting you on your work and like, that's all I need is that validity. Um, for me, if I come through the back and it's somebody that I respect their wrestling opinion, whoever that person is. And they said, man, you had a great match. I'm good. Yeah. And I mean, I know like where, our own, I don't want to say insecures, but when people are constantly hounding you and, and you do, you trend a lot. And I yeah. was just like, oh, what is she trending for now? It's like, ugh, whatever. And it's right. just, it, it, you, you just got to put it away because I mean, number one, mental health is so, you know, pivotal right. because it does bother you. You can have, you have, and I've seen it. I've been there live in a, an entire arena chanting your, you know, DMD and, you know, on yeah. point booing you, cheering you. But then one person could say like, you suck. And you're like, man, why does that one person think I suck? But it's yeah. just, there's a yeah. lot of, not like a Jamie hater. There's a lot of haters out there, but if you, right. ha you have <laughs> that for people that you grew up watching or respect, and that's all I need that washes it all away, takes away all yeah. the negative. Yeah. And that does mean the world to me, but, and it's, I don't even get so up in arms about people critiquing my work or my promos because for me, like, that's good. I like to hear all, all the different flavors of, of what I'm putting out there. Like, well, how are people reacting to what I'm saying, what I'm doing in the ring? It's more so the personal attacks that people know everything that's going on backstage. They know what's going on at home. It's, it's, that's what really gets under my skin and it's so frustrating, but you just, you cannot yeah. let it get to you. Like you said, you, cause what, at the end of the day, we're here for business and we need to be stars on TV. They, they don't know what goes on backstage and that's, you just have to remember that. And they're going to talk and act like they do until the end of time. But at the end of the yeah. day, they don't. I think that's you know, just how the business has changed. And with 
everything else. And the reality is we have too many people that are in the business, probably feeding some of these narratives and feeding those um, outlets, but also, you know, there was one thing when you would get booed out of the building, right? Because they just hated your guts. Now it's like a type of heat where, you know, they feel it's because people are so involved and know a lot of the backstories or, or they feel that they know the inner workings. Like that's the heat they go to. So it's just, it's weird. I know it's, it's weird how it is, but at the same time, if you're a heel and they're hating on you, babe, you're doing your job, right. You know what I mean? Cause right. it doesn't matter. Right. And at the end of the day, that's what it comes down yeah. to. Do you like, do your job. Right. You know, so. you know, uh, Britt, one thing I wanted to ask you about is about last Wednesday on dynamite. When those, when, when you and Soraya squared off, uh, in the ring on the microphone, uh, is a legend and I know, and Soraya is still very young. I think she's only 30 years old, but she's accomplished a lot in the pro wrestling business. And you even said it, it's somebody that you watched and you looked up to in this mm-hmm. business. How did it feel for you when people are chanting DMD? Here's somebody that you looked up to. Here's somebody that you competed against. And like, she's talking about her accomplishments, but at the end of that segment, that people are chanting DMD. How did that feel for you in that moment? That it definitely motivated me because um, she ripped me to part. I mean, she literally ripped me to shreds. So I was kind of in shock for a second. Um, she, it, it was very surreal hearing everything she was saying to me and even like everything that she went through that it was very real and raw. And, and and that's totally her her digs at me aside. Like this girl is is a real life role model. Everything she went through, everything she's overcome, and now she's standing in a ring wrestling against the top girl at AW. Like hats off to her. But this is my house, and the fans know that. They told you that this is my house. I think there there she has her hardcore group of fans. I mean, this girl's a star. There's probably people that don't even watch wrestling that watch her family's movie that want to watch this match just because they're a fan of her and the story. She's a worldwide star and I can't take that away from her. Actually, I, I would like to be what she is one day, but when it comes to AEW, this is my house. You can't come into my house and tell me that you laid the foundation down when you didn't lay a single brick. I think she meant more for women's wrestling, obviously, than AEW. I, I feel that I, I hope, and because I, I know Saray, I do believe that she knows that you built the foundation there, Britt. But I think that she, I honest, in my heart, in my heart, and I could be wrong, I feel like she meant more in women's wrestling and and this evolution to where women's wrestling has come today. I could be wrong. <laughs> I don't know. She, I've been wrong she told me, Mickey, she told me four times I don't have what it takes. Ah, uh, I know that cuts that, deep. Mickey. Well, um, in, in talking about that promo, because uh, Bully and I had to break everything down, I think there was like, and we always say this, when we get in an argument with somebody, sometimes we say things that we regret or we, we don't want to actually say. And after that news of I'm cleared, like mm-hmm. you could see her visibly get shaken. Yeah, and like- because I mean, hey, this was cut short from her life uh, for so long, right. and then to come at you uh, was a little bit. Um, you came, you've been shooting on her a little bit, and then you came at her a little bit. Then she just, it was. Uh, I feel a lot of uh, passion driven, whereas one of those like you don't want to say some of the things that you said 
but uh, it makes for great television and it's going to make for a greater match. Cause like you said, I do feel the eyes are on this match for a lot of, lot of reasons. Right. And uh, I know I'm looking forward to it because it's also the curiosity factor. Like, you know, Hey, does she still have it? And I know you, you're not going to let off. You just already said it. I know she's cleared so that all bets are off. You're, right. you're yeah. good. You're good to go. Let's uh, go. Exactly. No, I'm happy that she said every single word she did in that promo because this this is the most fired up I've ever been. And it's not every day that I get to stand in the ring face to face and and do a back and forth promo with someone. And that that was really really exciting. And and it did even even though she was cutting me deep. I mean that, that she certainly was cutting me deep. It was it was very um, motivating because I did feel how raw she was, and I did feel like she was angry. And I don't think she's angry at me I think she's angry at the situation but what she told me that I I don't have what it takes to be a star okay well if you meant to say it or not you said it I'm glad you did because now all bets are off you're cleared let's have a match let's let's go on this Saturday I know and I can't wait for Saturday and by the way she's wrong so and I think you'll prove that on Saturday at the Prudential Center how important Brit is this show on Saturday I was in Chicago for all out and I thought the show was great. I thought the match uh the uh the, the match for the AEW Women's Championship was great. And then, you know, unfortunately everybody was talking about what happened after the pay-per-view instead of talking about what actually happened, you know, during that show when everybody was busting their ass and putting on a, a good show for for the audience. How important is this show on Saturday to kind of be like, all right, let's put that behind us and let's move on. I mean, there's good days and bad days in wrestling every every single week. You have to, to be a wrestler, you have to put that behind you and it's on to the next one. That's if you had the best pay-per-view of your life last pay-per-view or the worst one ever, or if everything fell apart, it does not matter. You It's on to the next one. And it's almost like that one didn't happen. You can't rely on, on the coattails of the last pay-per-view to have a great one or, or a not so great one. It's This is a whole new page, and but that's how we treat every pay-per-view, every show. This is a new day. And a new arena, a new crowd, and, and we're excited. We're so excited for this pay-per-view. Like you said, there's so many incredible matches on it. I personally love wrestling in the Northeast. I think those yes. are the best wrestling fans on the planet. Um, not so much New Jersey, Dave. Oh, but stop okay. it. Come on, Brett. Jersey is amazing, by the way. Amazing. Okay. That's cute. That's cute. Unbelievable. You know what? You had me, Brett. For for twenty minutes, you That's had why me. she's a hero. <laughs> and a damn good and one. then you stuck it right in the back. <laughs> Unbelievable. Uh, again, again, this Saturday at the Rock, the Prudential Center in Newark, New Jersey, full gear. This match between Britt and Soraya is going to be off the charts. One of the main event matches. No doubt. There's no doubt about it. And you're right. It's going to be a crazy crowd in Newark, New Jersey. If you can't be there live. Uh, make sure you check it out on BR Live, available on pay-per-view. Home Back Down Radio with Chris Weidman. The Iron Army has come out in droves to support Frankie Edgar as he makes this 30th and final UFC appearance. In my opinion, Frankie Edgar is the Derek Jeter of the UFC. He was the captain. He's probably the most respected guy in the history of the sport. Everybody loves him. You know, I just wish nothing but the best for him in the future. He's been a big inspiration for me his entire career. Mondays at 5 p.m. Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Without a doubt, somebody, and I think she showed it on social media, that can interview anybody. Mm-hmm. She has her own podcast where she kills it. She's killing it, as I said, on Dynamite. And she's a wonderful person to boot. Mickey, how many people do you know that are ultra-talented but are also humble and personable? Most people who are very talented are assholes. Let's face it. You know, they stick it in your face. They're rude about it. Not our next guest, Mickey. <laughs> Renee it's is such an, an amazing human being. Not only are you a wonderful mother, wife, host, um, she's also an incredible cook. She has yep. her own cookbook. You know, the holidays which would make are it great. Up. By the way, which go would on make and it- get it so you can get those recipes in and, and, and provide a great feast for the fam. Also, it is Thanksgiving coming up. How can you make some great Thanksgiving dishes with Renee's cookbook? Order it at, at Amazon dot com right now you'll get it in time they have one day delivery if you're a prime member so you'll Boom. get it you'll get it by tomorrow and then you could start coming up with some have your family love you because a lot of our right. listeners sometimes they get excluded off of certain things this is a yeah. best way to get back into the fold with your family by cooking up some dishes from renee's cookbook but let's bring her yeah. in mickey was talking about your cookbook and how in your cookbook uh, you have the certain songs that you could play, you know, mm-hmm. while making certain dishes and everything. And then I've seen on social media, you're a huge Bengals fan and interviewing players from the Bengals. And like, I, I love the diversity that you show. Like, it's not just about professional wrestling. You talk about the different sports that you like, the different music that you like. And I love that fact that you do that, Renee, because I try to do that here on Busted Open. Because I think that opens you up to your fans a little bit more about your interests. And it makes your fans feel like they know you and that they're closer to you and that they're friends with you. Do you feel the same way? Yeah, I mean, I definitely feel that way. And it's not like it's that easy transition. Like Even on like my podcast, I just had on um, this, this woman, Alicia Newman. She's like a Canadian pole vaulter, total badass. But, like, is that what wrestling fans want to hear? Maybe not so much, but, like, she's so interesting and fascinating. It's like I want to introduce, like, my fans to somebody like her. And that's a conversation that, like, I really want to have, much like with the Bengals. I mean, you know, you're talking the NFL. I mean, that's its own massive, gigantic beast aside from pro wrestling. But it's funny. I feel like when people know you from one thing, it's very hard to dip your toe into another genre and hope that the fans are going to want to still come watch you interview whoever it is you're interviewing. And that's not the case. So sometimes you just got to say F it and keep doing the things that you want to do. And kind of like, if you build it, they will come has like always sort of been my motto. 
Right. Nice. Right. Well, I'm not that diverse and I just live in the world of professional wrestling. Um, <laughs> sorry, I'm sheltered, but hey, it's okay. I've existed this long and I'll just keep going. I told your <laughs> boss when he was on how great you are. I don't know if Thank you heard you it, but I'll honor. tell you to your face. You are the Gordon Soli of AEW. It's the highest compliment <laughs> and praise that I can give to you because with all this chaos, here comes the, the perfect person to calm us all down. The um, voice of you have added so much to the show. Uh, hopefully he gives you a raise and you cut me a little bit of it. Um, <laughs> but you have added so, so much. Uh, you're an amazing host, an amazing interviewer. Even like I watched on Rampage when crazy Billy just wanted to keep on putting up the scissoring and you even like slowly put his, grabbed his hand and put it down. It was so like, you're not supposed to notice it, but when you notice it, you realize how great it is. Um, <laughs> I, I can't praise you enough. I, I do want to ask you one important question. How hard was it as a professional when you interviewed MJF and he's dressing down your husband mm. to you? Well, first of all, Tommy, thank you. When I was like being like tagged and like all the things that you were saying, like it means like the world to me that to have anyone say that and like specifically to hear that from you really means a lot. So thank you very much. Um, and it's been so much fun. Like it's just, it's so nice to be like back doing the thing that I love to do. And I was a little bit like nervous and I'm like, do I remember how to do this? What am I doing? But like, it was just like, you know, riding a bike, get back out there and uh, just out there doing laps and having a blast doing it. Um, but yeah, somebody like MJF is like, it's interesting because it's not like in WWE where I have a bit of an idea of what he's going to say. So I did not know exactly what MJF was going to say. So to be out there and like listening to the things that he's saying, watching him impersonate John, all of those things. Um, yeah, it's, it's just like interesting kind of like taking that all in for the first time on live television, in front of the crowd, reacting to that stuff. Um, yeah, it, it was, you know what, it was actually more so just one thing when he told, you know, when he uh, was talking all this trash about John but then at the other point when he basically told me to shut up and the crowd was like oh it was like that reaction I was like this little shit just thinks he runs the joint huh right nice little shit and he has You're to understand that it's your husband right now that runs the joint as world champion 100% it is yeah I mean listen I know LaGreca how you feel about MJF um, have you had your opinion changed on MJF? You still not a fan? No, and and I, I'm going to take it a little bit of a step further, if you don't mind, Renee. And I know this is your time because you're a guest, but I'm I'm going to take an opportunity to take a little shot at MJF, if you don't mind, because Please. I think when you listen to this show, especially Bully Ray, and his character is questionable at best at this point as well. <laughs> but but you know, but M like we praise MJF a lot on this show. Like MJF is somebody who, when he was just starting out, when he was just beginning to wrestle with MLW, I mm -hmm. brought him in, in studio, please. Uh, you're, you're new. I, I think you're going to be a big star one day. Come in. My time is your time, good sir. And you know what? He's kind of forgotten about, wow. I think, what this show and I have done for his career. His parents, right. great people. Father, a great man who just celebrated Lovely. his birthday. I love his dad. Mother is salt of the earth. But they really produced a real bad person, a piece of shit, as yeah. you said, just a bad guy. Piece of and, shit, yeah. 
Yeah, and the no, other thing is, is like, we I've been trying to get him back on the show. And the fucking guy is going no, on this show, that show, this show over there, Joe's podcast, blah, blah, blah. But yet it's wow. not come on. I don't even remember the last yeah, time he, MJF has come on this he show. He just wants those Ariel Hawani plugs now. Yeah, he wants like, oh, let me go on, you know, no offense, I love Sam, let me go on Sam Roberts, let me go on, yeah, the Aria Hawane guy, all these other fucking losers, but yeah, you won't come on the show that gave you an opportunity and a chance from day one, you fuck, day one, I let you on this show, go ahead, Renee, I'm sorry, this This is your time, I apologize. It's built on respect, it's, uh... You know, paying back to the people that helped us out along the way. And he so quickly dismissed all of that, dismissed all the hard work and the helping hands, the olive branch that you've been able to extend to him. And now he's getting a little big for his boots. Um, and Worthless, I think that's just been useless, continually happening. Shit, fuck. And that's not even me saying that, but it's true <laughs> words. And Renee, you know, and this is why I respect you. And I and listen, I'm, that's not a knock, please. I love Sam Roberts. And Aria Hawane, those are good guys. They're great at their job. This is not a shot at them. It's really just a shot on MJF. But, Renee, because you're so professional and because you summed it up much better than I could. I lose my temper from time to time. Uh, but you summed it up a lot better. You're much much more professional than I am. So I, at least I know that you have my back. So thank you, Renee. Oh, my God. I 100% have your back. I know how much you love the pro wrestling business. I know how much you love helping out new or younger talent, get a spot, kind of give them a platform to come out and talk and figure out their character, all those really great things. You give people a platform, and MJF was just so quick to turn around and slam that door in your face. So um, I think that's just a testament to the kind of human being that he is. Yeah, and I hope, I hope, Renee, and listen, I'm, I'm usually very unbiased. I don't have a rooting interest. I hope your husband, John Moxley, who's your AEW World Heavyweight Champion, I hope he gives him such a beatdown in the great state of New Jersey on Saturday. I I will be there, Renee. I'm going to oh, be there. Yes. I'm going to be a, a, just as a fan. I'm going with my lovely, life, lovely wife, Violetta, and my friend Chris. I can't even talk because I'm so upset. I hope John beats the shit out of that son of a bitch that he, that he vomits, pisses, his pants and shits his pants. I hope he vomits, pisses and shit all at the same time that he's just a mess of yellow and brown and green in the middle of that ring on Saturday. Guarantee that John will be mopping that ring with MJF's face. They will, he will literally paint that ring red with MJF. This will be a battle of a grown-ass man. Shout yep. out to you. Yes! Um, just beating the absolute pit out of a child that thinks that he knows what he's doing in his world of professional wrestling. And he's going to get a rude awakening on Saturday when he realizes that he's not actually ready to run with the Wolves. Yellow in the front, brown in the back. That's right, baby! And it's going to be all over the ring. And I forgot red! You Thank you for reminding me about blood. So in the middle of that ring on Saturday, you're going to have red, green, brown, and yellow. All stains <laughs> from MJF after John Moxley beats him unconscious yeah. in the, the middle of the ring. The ref's going to need more than a pair of gloves to keep things sanitary. The ref's going to need an entire hazmat suit to call the rest of that match. Yeah. I love it. I love it's it. Thank good. you, Renee. Thank you to you <laughs> I just got and the your visual. amazing I was like, husband. Ugh. Thank you. Go ahead. Tommy, Mickey, you guys take it. I got to take a breather. 
because he's such a professional. Yeah. <laughs> can't talk anymore to a real professional. <laughs> Renee, uh, I recently just did a seminar and I told a story of I one time hit a deer while driving home and uh -oh. I, I, my window was open and I split the deer in half and it, I was covered, I was covered in blood. Oh, and Beulah was pregnant at the time. And I walk in, I'm telling you, like covered, covered in blood. And she woke up because it was late. And she was like, did you wrestle? And I was like, no. And she went, okay. And went right back to bed um, <laughs> because she was used to this. Can you explain as a spouse of someone? Because John, he brings it every single night. He does it on the indies. I say like sometimes like, why is he doing these things? And that's coming from me and I'm nuts. But can you explain some of these things like what you see when he comes home? Like just so our audience can understand your perspective, because this is your husband, somebody you love, but also you're in the business. So like, tell me, help me out. Because so When I told the story, no one could believe it. There's two sides to this because I, you know, I get asked about that a lot, about what it's like being married to John and the things that we all see him put his body through, what he puts other people's bodies through. And yeah, certainly there's times when I'm like, oh my God, that like I am like preparing the text to send to him for when he walks back to the locker room after the match. I'm just like, please stop licking people's blood. What is like the stuff on the outside, the apron, like some of these things that I want to like get up his ass about. Um, there's definitely that side that exists. But on the other side, there's being the wife of a man that is so incredibly passionate. Like, the rarity of people to find the passion for the thing that they love and then get to execute that to the absolute highest degree is very rewarding for me to be able to see him do. Whether it's him main eventing a pay-per-view in Newark, New Jersey, uh, as the AEW world champion, or if he's doing something in Japan, or he's running an indie show out in Seattle with Defy, like whatever it may be that he's out there doing, there's always this different, as much as I can be waiting at the door to be like, oh my God, I can't believe you were bleeding and this happened and da 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 da. The man that walks back in through the door is so excited and so happy about what he's just done to see like that passion to that level is it honestly like without sounding so cheesy it really inspires me to like sometimes i feel like if i lose focus on what i'm doing i just like can literally turn in the turn to the side of the bed and see this guy that's just like so laser focused on what he loves to do and finding now like new ways to even stay like so passionate about what he does, whether it's helping other people with their matches, helping people with promos, um, you know, helping get people other opportunities to get more reps under their belt. Like the guy just lives and breathes professional wrestling. So like how, how lucky is it that he actually gets to be like one of the best professional wrestlers in the world? Like it's amazing. Well, awesome. Renee, yeah, well, Oh, I'm sorry. Drinking blood is fine. I've done it's it. Not you fine, live Tom. forever. You're a vampire. <laughs> Duh. Crazy man. Do it all the time. It's fine. Not fine. Continue it's not fine. Continue. Not fine. Say, not fine. Renee, <laughs> it's not fine. I was going to say, Renee, like, how is it for you now? Because uh, you're right. John is truly, truly shining and you're shining and we're here celebrating you, but we're celebrating you both. Like, I, I want to say that, you know, just this journey has been on and I'm sure it was amazing to see his career before, but how different is it now? where him as the AEW world champion, I mean, but him on this road that he's on now where you can see that he's just truly um, stepped into himself. 
like fully immersed of like, this is what it, this is who I am. This is what it is. And, you know, he's so healthy and so happy and he, you can see it. You can see his passion, obviously in the ring and his love for the business, but he's doing matches that he had never been able to do before, you know, and it really is his wheelhouse and things that's unique. That's uh, he's bringing to the audience and to the fans, but I'm sure it's just different for you guys as a family too. And, and to see him be able to step into this whole different version of himself, this better Mm -hmm. version of himself. Yeah. It's really funny. Like when I kind of can take a second to like reflect on that too, that like him and I met when we were in WWE, we met, as the shield was kind of taking off, they're doing their thing and like what an impact they were able to have. Then each of those three guys kind of goes off to doing their own thing. But then I could see John just kind of going through the motions, but I did not know John prior to WWE. So I didn't know necessarily all of those other things that he really wanted to do. So then when he left and seeing his eyes get big and him salivating and being so like to see him get excited about professional wrestling again and what all those opportunities were going to be like, I don't think he actually physically wrote it down, but to have this like bucket list of like, I want to wrestle so-and-so I want to do this. I want to go to Tokyo dome. I want to go to wrestle kingdom, like the, all the stuff that he was able to do during the pandemic as well to like creatively find new ways to do things without an audience and being champion and all of those things that he's been able to do. It's just, it's really cool to see that different version of him. Like there was like that, it was a very small little window between when he left WWE to like getting back down to business, being at AEW um, right. and kind of taking off from there. But it was like seeing this fire ignited in his belly again. I was like, who is this guy? Look at him go like just staying up late, watching different matches, watching like, you know, old, whatever you want to rattle off. Um, just the things that like that really inspire him to like getting back into doing jujitsu and working on different holds and working on you know different submissions stuff like that like his brain's just always working and thinking about things and also being the spouse of somebody that's working on new holds um, that often happens where he just like kind of comes walking at me I'm like oh fuck here we go and he's like <laughs> trying to tie me up with pretzel so <laughs> uh, sometimes re- I'm on the receiving end. <laughs> <laughs> Renee, thank you so much uh, for the time. Appreciate it. Looking forward to Dynamite tonight and obviously looking forward to full gear on Saturday. You're the best. And thank you so much for being a good friend to the show. And thank you for having my back with MJF. Oh, my God, dude. Anytime. Anytime I got you. Um, I really appreciate all three of you guys having me on the show. You're all absolutely the best. Um, and hopefully I'll see you guys all soon. All right. Love you're it. Thank the you best. so much, Renee. Bye, guys. Uh, Renee Renee Paquette joining us. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open Monday through Saturday at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Yeah.
You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Buying a master mechanics tool set usually means high prices, higher interest rates, and who knows how many years of monthly payments. But at GearWrench, we don't believe that your tools should take years and years to pay for. So check out Mega Mod Master Sets, the master mechanics tool sets that deliver pro-quality tools, organized storage solutions, an easy-to-use lifetime warranty, and much, much more. All for thousands less than you'd expect. So don't wait. Explore the sets and check availability now. Only at GearWrench.com.